When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. Welcome to Lost in America, episode 47. My name's Turner Sparks. My name is Michael Kaplan. Michael Kaplan. Back to Michael Kaplan. You can find me at Turner B. Sparks on Twitter. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America. On the podcast today, we have Donnie from Barstool Sports. Donnie, I met years ago in China. He makes he goes around China, he does these videos, they get like millions of hits. They're hilarious. I was just watching some, they're really funny. Yeah, he does almost like pranks or just almost like a travel log of his life in China. He plays this townie Boston, from Boston. Real Boston character in like a Larry Bird jersey usually or yeah, a Tom who Brady got jersey. Dropped into the middle of China <laughs> and then has drunk. to figure out his life. He's always drinking. And uh, yeah, rooting but, for the Celtics. But his first video ever, you, I, I just watched, and he 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 became a little famous for this. He dressed up as Roger Federer in Shanghai. And he pretended to be Roger Federer because they proof like the all white people look. They, they think all white people look alike, I guess, or you get well, away with it. Yeah, it's like that idea that uh, Americans think all Chinese people look yeah. alike. So he wants to see if all Chinese people think all white people. And look there alike. was mobsters all around him at all angles. And I'm gonna give him shit for this. Wait, not mobsters. Or, no, a mob. Mob scene. Mobs of people. <laughs> there was a mob scene. Mobsters <laughs> yeah. all around him, and he fell for it. And I'm gonna give him. I give him props he pulled this off because he broke character immediately. He starts signing autographs, lefty. The whole thing's lefty. Anybody who's a fan of Roger Federer knows he is the greatest forehand of all time righty. Oh. So I- I'm very impressed he pulled all it right. off. All right. Well, we'll get to him in a little <laughs> bit. We also want to welcome our new listeners to the pod. We've got a ton of new listeners coming in. Laughable, the app has been supporting us. Ari Shafir mentioned us recently. Um, it's great. So, so but here's the yeah. problem. Everyone coming in, I've seen they're starting with episode one and trying to work their way up. Well, that's up. a problem. I, I think I was talking into the wrong side of the microphone. Episode yeah, one. we sucked at episode one. Especially me. Yeah, yeah especially Kaplan. <laughs> so don't listen to episode I'm not a professional. one. If you got to start somewhere later, I think we got good. I say episode six with Blue Shirt. That was a good episode. That was the first episode that's good that I tell people. Or I always tell people to start with a Disney World in America episode because that's the first episode where I brought something to the table. That's Yeah, that's where <laughs> you really hit your stride. I think the Andrea Jones Roy, the circus one, was good. Uh, we, have, we, we, liked it. we have great female guests. She's, she was the first, I think. So start with that. And then work your way up. Welcome all of you new listeners. Yeah. Catch up. Check out the uh, Yay Yay. Yay, yes, yay. My wife was, was on a few weeks excellent ago. Excellent episode. Uh, going through the whole immigration process. That was great. Check that one. Check my brother. Okay, but speaking of yeah, I have a retraction to make. Uh oh. Get to it. Play the music. Play the music. Well, I'm reading this poem and it's, it's so profound and I, I like its rhythm and I, I like its sound by a very famous poet. No crit can criticize and then I, I pause a moment and I start to. No one makes it to the end of our episodes, I don't think. They should, because I usually come to life towards the end. We actually get better at the end, yeah. But I wake up. I said that in China, they have this the divorce laws are that if you have one kid and you get divorced, a man, 
If you're a man and you get divorced, you can have another kid. But if you're a woman and you divorce, you cannot right. get divorced. Which made sense. Kid. I believe that fake news. Fake news. Turns it's, out that's not true. No. China, it's all equality. You can figure it out. You can you're Google just, it You're yourself. just like the, main, the failing New York Times. You are... I am like the failing <laughs> you, New York but Times. But you at least come clean with your mistakes. I am. So I was wrong. Our intern should have caught that or one, or one of our producers. So exactly. I really blame them. We need a new retraction episode. I mean, uh, a, a segment. We need a new retraction segment to this podcast. We should just run video at the end with the names, but no one could see it. So we, we get I things mean, wrong. <laughs> we get things that. wrong a lot. Oh yeah. So <laughs> that's the next thing we should talk about. <laughs> Good segue. We got uh, DNA tests are coming back. Hopefully, so episode fifty, Cap, you and I were going to release our DNA results. Yeah. We sent our tests in. I'm hoping for 100 percent Chinese. Yeah, that'd be good for the show. You're hoping. What are you hoping? I'm hoping for 100 percent Jew because I've always oh. gone full Jew with my humor. Okay, and yeah. I don't want to be, be. I don't want any skeletons in the closet. It would really make me look bad if all this time I've been avoiding pork, and meanwhile I'm, you know, part, yeah, you're not Jewish part, at all. I'm Jewish at all. Yeah, that'd be that'd be so, okay. And, and you know, and I think I was thinking about this like with all that's going on in the country, our DNA test, and I would keep checking. I keep waiting to see you get my results. What? Like, wait. Like, <laughs> what if you find out you're not Jewish? And, and then the whole Jews will not replace us. You're replacing you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. My head's <laughs> and really, the goal for me is to find out I wasted my money. Because as a Jew, it's really a waste of my money, too. Because we should be like have no interbreeding. We were like in the ghetto in Europe. Yes. So that's what I expect to find out. I almost, if I find out I'm not that, then I'm going to feel a little bit better about spending the money. Okay, so I see. If I'm 3% Scotsman, for instance, well, hey, look at that. Yeah, you're right. Not bad. Somebody, Worth it. Someone broke into the ghetto, probably raped one of my great, 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 great grandmothers, <laughs> and away we go. So that's exciting. All right, should we get to Lost in America? Sure. Bring it on. Welcome back, Darren Root. Shout out to the music. Can you shout out music? I just did. All right. Cap, you're lost in America this week. What's what's up? Yeah, well, you know, I took a, a, a little journey over the weekend with the, with the fam. Cool. Went Where'd by you go? boat. I was inspired by our podcast, by my own billion dollar idea to get on the boat and ride to the Governor's Island. Yes, your possibly racist billion dollar idea. <laughs> and if I didn't explain it properly, just so people know, when you're when you're riding in the boats in New York City, they there's like these lines that are like two hours long to get on some of these boats in the summer. That's why I'm saying you got to get some gypsies or whatever the right word is. I still <laughs> look it up. I had a week to look it up. Some off. Uh, so what happened? Some this bootleg week? boats. So anyway, we rode the boat to Governor's Island. Have you been? No. Okay, you should go because it's all families. It's all families who go to these things and couples. Don't I live right next to Governor's you know, Island? There's a boat that goes right to Governor's Island, right from you. It's like a two-second trip. Yeah. And I don't know what, like, this is one thing I don't understand. I'm a little, this is my mini-loss thing, is I don't understand these couples who just, like, do things together. Like, before kids. <laughs> it's like, I spent all my weekends, like, planning activities for kids, because it's, like, so stressful. It's like, what are we going to do? we got to kill all this day. But I never did that when I, before kids. What it's it, like, I'd well, watch a ball game. I'd, you know, you, this way you do a wife. You, you, get, you go at night, dinner at night. You, go to, you have dinner, you go drink, you screw, you do it again the next day. That's your day. What do you have to care about during the day for? <laughs> what, what, what would so, you guys do during the day? I don't remember. Probably nothing. I'd probably watch sports, but, you know, I don't like it works. So yeah, I, don't I, know. Think, I think that guys don't want to do stuff during the day. I think it's like most women, uh, like, plan out on Saturday, we're going apple picking. Right. Or, like, they pick something guys, to don't, do. Guys, don't let yourself get into one of those relationships, because then you're going to get stuck doing apple You're going to do all that shit when you have kids. Wait till then. Okay. So Good anyway, advice. So yeah, so you go to Governor's Island, and... There's a there's there's a bunch of different things to do there, but the main event is this thing called the Junkyard Playground. This is an island in the middle of the East River. Yeah, it's an island that no one's ever lived on. Off of Manhattan. I didn't look it up, but I don't think anyone's lived on. Teddy, my son, was asking me lots of questions. But anyway, it's an island no one's ever lived on. It used to be like a military thing. So what happened with the so apple picking? There's a thing called a Junkyard Playground. Junkyard Playground. Yeah, no, there's no apples. They don't grow anything. No one lives there. No vegetation. So it's a playground, and it looks like Sanford and Son, the, the TV show. Did you ever watch that? Yes. Okay, it's just a junkyard. Red Fox. Red Fox, exactly. And it, yeah. But that was their actual, you know, business. This is a fake thing that like white parents started. It's a junkyard playground, and, like so. It's like just junk. It's like old strollers, old giant tires, uh, axes, hammers, saws, like 
trash, like uh, boards, like giant wood boards, and you have to sign a waiver to let your child into there. In there, you sign a waiver that you're not. That they're gonna. There's you know whatever. I didn't read the fine print. God knows what Wait, it is. Wait, this is like we used to go play at the dump. Yeah, this is worth. Our organized dump playing. Oh my gosh! And Are you, you sign, kidding? And there's a sign outside that basically says, and I can post these on the website if we have a website, a Facebook page. We do have a website. <laughs> I keep it up to date every week. So I always forget to post. Anyway, I there's a sign that basically says, "No parents are forbidden from going in. Parents are forbidden from helping their children. Do not communicate with your children. You basically have to leave them." This is the widest thing of all time. Yeah, you leave him to the wild. And so Teddy walks in there, and he's just, like, wandering around for, like, 20 minutes. Like, he doesn't know where I've left him. And I had to hide because I can't be seen communicating with him. I don't get thrown out. I don't want to be looked down upon by the white parents. So I, like, go in a corner somewhere. I'm hanging out with Ruby. He's not allowed in. And you have to pay to go? No. Well, there's a suggested donation of 5 to to $15. To keep up the dump? And I had I didn't have any small bills on me, so I gave him a quarter, and they are like, thank you so much. Wait, why <laughs> would see they- what I- why would they take this like island of beauty and then put a fake dump in the middle? Like, why can't kids just go to the dump? Well, that's the funniest thing is like I, a lot of the like that's why when I say white thing, like a lot of the black parents who were walking by who didn't know it was there who just were going to Governor's Island today. Yeah, I noticed a whole group of them were just like they were just like doing like eye rolls at this stupid freaking thing. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And they were like, whatever. They're like, why don't you? We just open this up and we could charge. You know, I got all this stuff. Like, it's like people just have you know totally junk. But, but by the way, the whole theory is that like playgrounds in America, I don't know what playgrounds are like in China, but playgrounds in America have become so cookie cutter and so like they got rid of seesaws. They're too dangerous, they say. Oh, They've gotten rid of like, like the sl- everything is really safe and, and parents are really on top of their kids, at least in New York, because we've talked about this before, fear of like kidnapping and all that, perverts and you know people like you. Yeah. But, so this is the opposite mentality. It, I think it's a European mentality of just let the kids go. They'll figure it out. But then 20 minutes, I see Teddy with his older kid, and they're like, the, he, the kid is like putting Teddy on a board and trying to throw Teddy down like a giant slide. And then nice. they, and I'm like, he can't go through there. He's going to get stuck. They figured it out. He didn't go through it. They figured it out. Then Teddy's got a hammer, and I see him just smashing shit. Like Good. the kids are just throwing, teeing him up, and he's just smashing, smashing. So my question for any you. Any like rusty needles or anything? Yeah. Dirty needles? So like, I don't know, like on Chinese playgrounds, like do you have any, do you know anything about Chinese playgrounds? Did you, you just don't have kids, so you didn't. Chinese playgrounds, I think they are pretty... They're kind of like what ours were, I, guess, I would assume, in the 90s. Just like a regular playground. Right, so they don't need the, they don't need to go to the junkyard. Because you've said they're very safety conscious because they only have one child. They are. So I don't know if they would uh, even go for this. they're not to the sense where they would outlaw seesaws. Because <laughs> they're safety conscious, but there's no litigation. Right. Like there's the no lawyers... You can only sue someone for the actual damages. You can't sue for like pain and mental anguish and all that. So, which takes away like the million dollar lawsuits. So, yeah, they can, they, they, the parents really care about their kid, but they're not worried. Like, the person who builds this, this, the playground is not worried about getting sued. Right. So, there's no, and they don't, they're not so overthinking about their kid's ability to like figure things out. I think they are. Oh, Oh, no, no, no. Oh, so you should bring this to China. You should bring the junkyard. I'm sure there's lots of land, lots of crap around. It wouldn't wouldn't (laughs) fly because parents wouldn't allow their kids to go in there. Yeah. Um, The parent, like, it's, I would say it's more overboard than America, the parenting thing. Okay. In the sense that, like, kids, I've seen kids who are, like, seven-year-old kids who still can't feed themselves. Their parents, they open their mouth at the dinner table. Right, but there's got to be a movement against that. I'm saying, once people realize, this is ridiculous, we need to let our kids do stuff. Oh, then the you open the junkyard playgrounds. And then, tie-in, not to go back to the past, you should have known more about playgrounds in the ice cream business. You would have done better. That, you got to park that truck right outside the playground. We did. Oh, okay. I'm not saying I don't know about the <laughs> playground. I'm saying we don't have the junkyard You should have been right there. What? Junkyard also, playgrounds after a long day of talking. China's still like very, it, it depends on the neighborhood. Because you'll have one neighborhood that looks like Manhattan, and then two blocks away, it looks like sub Saharan Africa. <laughs> and so those kids who are in the Manhattan neighborhood are really coddled and they can barely touch right. anything and they can't feed themselves. They need to go play in sub Saharan Africa. Two blocks <laughs> away, the kids are, yeah, they're, sh- they're taking needles and shooting right. up. They're in real junkyards. In 100% real junk. It looks like, yeah, Sarajevo or Bosnia or something. <laughs> keep throwing every other, every other country in the world. Throw them all under the bus. Um, all right. So one day. When China really takes over the world, they're going to bring in junkyard. That's place. almost a billion-dollar idea. Ooh. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Cha-ching, cha-ching. All right. Should we get to... Oh, Ints. Is an app. It's an app. 
You can get it in the App Store, on iTunes, or wherever apps are. I, was, I would say sold, but I think they're free. They're free. Uh, most apps are free. Nobody buys apps. I think they're giving the, away. The millennials aren't buying the apps. No, of course not. You don't have to buy in. It's completely free. Up to five-minute audio recordings, voice messages, record your music. I've been just TikToking with Ikram recently. Yeah, Insing with Ikram. Yeah, Insing with him. He sends me something. He Insing me something. I Insing right back. Yeah, hey, we'll, what are you we'll, doing we'll be, later? He's in the other room, and I'm going to Insing right now. I don't need to talk to him in person. Exactly. Why bother? Why get up? So Insing us at Lost in America Pod. Exact. Yes, Insing us at Lost in America Pod. We're going to be doing extra news stories this week. Go check us out on Ents. All right. Let's get to Donnie. Let's get to him. Come on in, Donnie. All right, we're back with Donnie. Hey, how are you? Donnie, welcome <laughs> to America. It's good to be back. Yeah. yeah. It's good to have you back. Oh my gosh! So Donnie, I met you five, maybe four or five years ago in Shanghai. Yeah, for sure. And that that was back when you had the ice cream business, right? Yeah, Still, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Wow. Softy ice cream trucks. You were dressing up like Roger Federer. We were just watching the video. That was was that your first video? Uh, that was my first video to go super viral. But yeah. I yeah, I had actually had made probably like around ten to twelve before that, but you know, not as highly produced. Um, but and just like not as absurd like that. And was the goal and for people who didn't see it, you dressed as Roger Federer to, to convince Chinese people to prove that Chinese people think all white people look alike. Yeah. <laughs> what did you find out? What was your findings? Uh, I, yeah, I found out that it worked. But it, I think it also part of the reason it worked is because I had two people dressed up as bodyguards that were kind of like walking around with me. So I think that that definitely helped. If it was just me, <laughs> if it was just me on the street. Who knows if it, if it would have worked? But. I didn't really even have the idea until I moved to China because it was Europeans living, like European expats living in Shanghai, who'd be like, "You look just like Roger Federer," <laughs> and like, but a lot of Americans wouldn't. <laughs> you're, that's a European expat. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, the, yeah, that's, that's a European ac- expat. <laughs> just like, yeah, in general. But um, in the U, I wouldn't have a lot of Americans coming up and be like, "You look just like Roger Federer." But when I was around all these Europeans in Shanghai, they were the ones being like, "Oh my God!" And they're and he's the most European person I think in the world. So Roger Federer. So if they think so. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> Wait, so you're from Boston, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm from Massachusetts. Uh, and yeah, I guess I'm mainly in New York this time. But I've, I've been doing a couple weeks up in Mass as well. Um, How's it being back? Because you got, because, okay, so if you watch the videos, when you first get to China, Don, you in China, there's a little, like, trend of culture shock. Oh, yeah. But then at some point, you probably get used to it. And then now there's culture shock coming back. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was just like, yeah, I just, uh, Francis, who's a guy who makes some videos with, I was just showing him around China, and like, yeah, at that point, like, nothing really, like, phases me out there, but the whole time, his mind's just, like, blown. Yeah, but, you become, like, the tour guide. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's the new Donnie. <laughs> yeah, so. Spin-off. The tourist has become the tour guide. Yeah. Yeah. You guys went to, um, in that video, I don't, did you see it, Kaplan? So, Which Francis one? from Barstool Sports oh, yes, yes. just went out to China. And you took him around. You guys went to see all the, um, uh, like the 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 uh, Paris. What's the thing in Paris? The Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. The China <laughs> Eiffel Tower. Well, yeah, they just like China has a bunch of just fake monuments. Oh, I think we talked about that at some point, right? Probably. Yeah. 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 Where'd you guys go? Uh, we went to we went to Thames Town, which is like a British town, like this fake British town that they built. Then they were like, "Oh, like foreign businessmen will want to live there, and they'll they'll feel at home." But like, <laughs> everyone no, feels at home with the Eiffel Tower. And zero <laughs> foreigners have moved in, so it's just become this like weird like tourist attraction for like Chinese people to come and just gawk at. Yeah, it's like two hours or an hour outside of Shanghai. You drive like an hour through nothing, right? And then all of a sudden, this like European village just emerges. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but it would be so funny. Like, it's which sur- it's surrounded which- by like farmland, so people would just be like. Toiling in the fields, and then but it's built to like look old. Yeah, you're right. Or something. It's yeah. supposed to look like old Europe. Um, it's it just bu- sort of, but it's, it's like brand new. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like China's what China thinks the UK looks right. like. But also, the thing is, like they, they put it w- like two hours outside the city. Like we, if you have a Chinatown, like people might live there if you incorporated it into the middle of the city. Right. But it'd be like if we Europe just took town. Chinatowns and put them in like rural Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we're like, yeah, you buy guys. Go, go be, live there, people. You'll be comfortable out there because we've built a couple temples. Right. Uh, well, that's why they have the casinos at the Indian reservations. So they gotta 
so far out. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. Exactly That's right. what you're supposed to do. If it was in the middle, if it was in a city, they were. Although Chinatown is moving further away, it's kind of gone from Manhattan Chinatown to Flushing Queens is like the new Chinatown. And, and then there's kind of one. In, yeah, there's another one near me, Sunset Park. There's like three or four Chinatowns now oh, in okay. New York. I, I did not. Sounds know that. like a place for Donnie to go. Yeah, you should go. Have you? Are you going to do stuff out here? Um, we did some videos in Queens the last time I was here, and actually, when you're like deep in Flushing Queens, it was. It was pretty Chinese. Like I, I actually kind of like felt like I could have been somewhere, in, like somewhere in like Shanghai or something. like Is that. it Shanghai? Because I actually haven't been to the Chinatown in Flushing. So basically, for anyone who's not from New York, there's Chinatown that you know of in Manhattan. Yeah. But then they got there's so many Chinese people that keep coming. That's almost like an older. Um, is it like Cantonese style, like Hong Kong people? Like yeah. The first wave. The, the old, first wave was all Cantonese, and yeah. they all went to Chinatown in Manhattan. But then it's blown up so much with all these like now Chinese people coming down that they have to, and it's too expensive to live in Manhattan. So there's these other ones like way outside the yeah. city. And I hear people speaking Mandarin now mostly. I feel yeah. like, like yeah, it's way more Mandarin. Wait, did you go? So because what I the one I went to the one in Sunset Park, and it was like being in China, but it wasn't like being in like a major city. It was like being in like Hefei or Hubei or something yeah. like a third tier Chinese yeah. City, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> third, no, third tier city is like a term in China, but like, do we use third tier city? Right, in, the in US? America we have. Well, there's what would be a third tier city? Is in Detroit? The US? How many tiers is Detroit down? <laughs> Detroit probably used to be a second tier, but now it's probably dropped down to three or four. It's way down. Uh, there. Uh, yeah, they should have been do it like, um, like call it like uh, like relegated like European football. Like yeah. where cities can move up and down tiers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, but when you talk about tiers in China, though, how many people live in like a third tier city? Like oh, twenty well, million people. They're still huge. <laughs> There's yeah. still millions. Yeah. But that's not the way they decide. So it's this weird system they've created in China. I don't know. The government's created, so it's like sanctioned. Where. There's four first-tier cities, Shanghai, Beijing, oh, Guangzhou. Actually, it's an official policy. Yeah, and Shenzhen. And Shenzhen, yeah. And then there's 24 second-tier cities. Oh, so there's actually, like, a li- I didn't think there was, like, There's a list. But what, do they get list? different resources? Like, what do you, like, you're not, because like, they manage how people can live there? I just judge it by, like, how, how comfortable of a place it would be to live. So once, like, you're in a third tier, it's, like, it would be very bad right. place to right. live. Right. It's, like, hotel reviews with, like, four-star, three-star. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So and so first tier is like you would go there and you'd be like, oh, I'm in, like, if you live there, you'd be like, that's not real China. You know, yeah, it'd be right. like New York City, LA or something. Yeah, but it doesn't equate really to pizza. America. Right, because we have nice stuff in the crappier cities. That's, yeah, <laughs> and we have like indoor plumbing, even if you're in Boise. Yeah. yeah. Which they don't have. Like Again, maybe not Detroit, but they have yeah. it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so it's hard to equate. So, like, the, when you drop tiers, not only is like, there's like less restaurants to go out to that you can get a cheeseburger. Yeah, but that would be like in in, in America, just to, like so much like Boston. I'm from the Philly area. There's so much like hatred for like New York. Like imagine if it actually had official tiers here. Like there was a sanction. Well, there, it, would, it would really ratchet it up. No, I mean there were people. Yeah, yeah, it makes people like genuinely look down on other people, <laughs> yeah. and the government backs them up. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> those are the government's like, places. yes, you are better than right. those. The whole people. second city thing in America would really, really <laughs> yeah. super chip on your shoulder. Yeah, like people. Oh, Texas would really hate us. When I say uh, us, I mean America. That's a state, but yeah, whereas <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not a city. So you have a long history with the Shanghai Sharks. They're the basketball team of the pod. Let's go Sharks! Up. Yeah. We love them. Yeah, yeah I'm ec- I'm excited for. We keep the trying to get up. Jimmer to come on the pod. Uh, yeah, you asked me if I could help with that at one point. Like I've like talked to Jimmer briefly, but I think <laughs> I think a- I think right. I make Jimmer like very nervous, like because he's Mormon, so he doesn't even do caffeine right and like in all my videos i'm just like chain smoking cigarettes just yeah. like binge drinking and so if he has seen my videos he's probably like okay i gotta keep my distance from this guy <laughs> nah he's uh, wrong you gotta hang but, with donnie yeah no he he was friendly when i stopped and asked him like asked him a few questions but i don't like he would never like meet me at a bar for like, a beer <laughs> I or something yeah. i always forget he's a mormon yeah that's well that's, that's a real bummer why well, live in shanghai if you're mormon you know what i mean yeah and I know it's, it's <laughs> tough. Like if I like if I go like a week sober in Shanghai, I start losing my mind. Like you, you, you need like a couple beers just to take the edge off. Out yeah. There. yeah. Who else yeah. is on that team? Well, yeah. So what's your so so what's your history with the Sharks? So I just started going to games like my first year up in Shanghai, and I mean I'll be honest, it kind of like started as like a, like a joke. I was like I'm just gonna go as like a super fan. It'll make for like a, it'll make for uh, a couple funny videos, but it kind of like. 
now it's real. Like I would say, I am a I am a very real Shanghai Sharks fan. I am too. And um, I've had a roller coaster of a journey with that. <laughs> like, I I danced on the court once, like with the cheerleaders, and then I became kind of like wait uninvited, right? Yeah, uninvited. I thought like the crowd needed to get pumped up. He just so, like, ran on the court, really court in the between game? The, the third and the fourth quarter, just started dancing with the cheerleaders, and the crowd loved it. Wait. And we ended up winning the game, but <laughs> yeah. the cops not did to not give like you it. credit for the win, yeah. but maybe it was. Yeah. For those who haven't seen your videos, you're always in a in a Larry. Legend jersey, a very right? legend. Yeah. Although now because Bird. it yeah. kind of like this signifies my transition. Now I mainly wear a Shanghai Sharks jersey. Oh, so for okay, yeah. yeah. So, I've become no, you yeah. your Mormon megalodon, a Shanghai, a Shanghai resident. Is yeah. Jimmer the 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 Larry Bird of the Jimmer Chinese now, basketball? But he has a because Larry drank. So but the know. Sharks <laughs> have gone through phases. Like we had. Uh, Gilbert Arenas wow. at one point. Uh, Wait, Arenas. really? For a season, yeah, he was on the Sharks. Post, season. post. My favorite gun. thing is the crazy NBA players who end up in like Marbury. Obviously, was there, right? Yeah. But is he for the Sharks or no, is he... he's Beijing? Marbury. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Come on, is, uh, that's like saying just Kobe like play villain. for the Knicks or the Lakers, right? Well, <laughs> I should know this. You're right. He's the villain in like most of my videos. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mar Marbury. We do not like Marbury. Does he still play there? He, yeah, but he's going to be his last year. Yeah. He's like, he must be 40. So I started going to Sharks games. Uh, I went when they were playing. They used to play above, like, a Tesco. Oh, so you went to Which is, the old Shark Tank. I went to the old Shark Tank. Wow. Yeah. I, I never, Tesco's I never made like it to a Walmart, the old Shark Tank. And they played on the second floor of a, essentially a Walmart. And uh, the gym had no indoor heating or air conditioning. <laughs> Wait, this is the basketball court on, like... On the top of the Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, then they just, wow. but it was indoor. It was like a high school gym. Um, and they um, would, so they had no indoor heating or air conditioning. And I would go in the winter. LeBron could And not play everyone on the, on the bench, when the players would come off the court, they had these huge parkas that they would put on. Like an NFL football playoff yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and the Man, coaches would I wear parkas, but they weren't even like sanctioned. Like they didn't say sharks on them. They were just all their own personal parkas. <laughs> so they were all different colors. Like one would be like tan oh, and then great blue. Great sponsorship opportunity. The coach was Bob Witsit. Do you remember you him? Say that? Like I should know Bob. Oh, he was yeah, an old NBA coach. Oh, Bob Whitson. Okay. And then they had, um, you know, Did he those, coached like, the Hawks or something. Yeah. Oh. And then you know the. Um, oh God, I'm a loser. You know, in like your apartment, <laughs> you, where you would have just like a, a a space heater, like a stand, a tall standing one that they would have in like a Chinese apartment. Yeah. Like not not like indoor heating and air conditioning, but just like one you would stand up. They had like twelve of those lined up against each wall, and that was how they tried to heat. Oh my! God. But it was like a whole gym. And then the they moved CBA to the has come a long way. And then they really oh, yeah. they jumped the shark. Which is so still the, like the new stadium is just like it'd be like a nice like D three college yeah, like D2, stadium. D two, D three. I think yeah. it fits like four thousand, maybe like three to four thousand like tops. Have um, you have you seen Yao Ming there? Yes. So Yao Ming, he doesn't have like a box, but he has this like raised. Seat See one of the owners. He, he owns the team. He, owns he the was, yeah. but he just had to sell the team because uh. now he became. The commissioner of the entire CBA. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Adam Silver. Yeah. Yowzers. Yeah, he's the Adam Silver now, but it's kind of sad. Both... I liked having Yao as the owner, but I, he had to sell his stake in the Sharks. I to, would imagine to, that's to a become... conflict of interest. Yeah. Yeah. Even in China, they'd understand that. Yeah. So you you started going to games, and then you decided to so get back to it. So then you ran on the court because you're like, they need to win. Yeah. And they need Donnie. And that was one of the last games of the season. So yeah, th after that, they actually brought me to the, like, I had to go. To the police department and like, are you arrested? I, I wasn't arrested. They brought me to the police department and no one could speak English. They found one cop who could speak English, and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know that. Like in China, you can't dance on the court. And, uh, in, the, in my country, that's and a he thing. was like, All right, well, um, you have a visa and you said you're sorry, so you can go. Oh. See, I yeah. told, I, I had this. This is it, the punishment for most crimes in China. Yeah, all this time, everyone you Other read these stories. Dealing. Like, oh, China, it's a communist. No, you just say, you just apologize. You say you're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like f when you're four-year-old, and just say you're sorry to who you're wrong. Yeah, Man, as, you, as, as long as you're not out. leading, like, a free-to-bet rally, like, yeah. they're not going <laughs> to... If you did that in the middle... They're not going to get too mad. Also, Kaplan, isn't it funny that, like, I'm thinking, like, our police, if someone speaks Chinese, they wouldn't run around... Like, if the, if the criminal was a Chinese person and didn't speak English, they wouldn't run around the precinct trying... Like, who speaks Chinese? Who speaks Chinese? <laughs> yeah. They would just start beating you and, like, get <laughs> yeah. over it. Yeah. Yeah. But in China, yeah, they're so, like, uh, accommodating. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and so the then American, I guess. They let, they let you out. Yeah, they let me out. So that was the last game of the season. Then the next season, I show up to games, and I realize that everyone still kind of knows who I am. Right. The dude who danced on the court. Right. So it's like you're like a celebrity dance like, fan. It's yeah, like a dancing like, So the fans yeah. like me, but the, the security there is just like, they start like giving me like having like 
like six security guards like follow me around <laughs> trailing you. I started like sneaking <laughs> He's in because wearing... of Charles Oakley. Of... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I started going in wearing Yao Ming fighting different different disguises. Like I dressed up as a French businessman <laughs> one time. Uh, I dressed up as a chick <laughs> right. one time. But uh, yeah. I always got caught. They always kind of end up figuring out <laughs> right. who I was. Yeah, but I've seen. Well, you're being filmed, right? Yeah, so, so that kind of gives like, it away. No? Yeah, so I was, and like we created that was probably the best vid I've ever made. It's called it's called the uh, Shark Knight. Yeah, um, the Shark Knight is. is oh yeah, yeah. I missed yeah. that one. But um, the craziest thing about that video, so I put out a video about all the times of me like sneaking in wearing. All these, all these. But when you dress as a woman, it is like not convincing at all. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I've not. seen it. I was just like chucking was... beers at the fucking yeah, yeah, concession stand. Yeah, like pig tits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, and was... you're chucking. Oh, yeah. You went up and you ordered like seven beers in a yeah. row, right? And then I was, yeah. I was. I tried using the ladies' room. and At uh, the, at the oh, stadium wow. concession stand? Yeah. If you just tell me, identify as a woman. Yeah, no, they know. China. They're... Nowadays. That's the danger. Hopefully, yeah. That's so funny. I... That was like how long? Two years ago? Yeah. Something He's like going to be cited as an example when people who are against uh, the bathroom policy. They'll be like, see? Yeah, guys see? are trying to see. Yeah. <laughs> guys like Donnie like could Donnie ruin were... it for uh, the rest of the like, trans- actual that transgender. Was pre, <laughs> uh, that was pre like this whole bathroom revolution. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. did it again yeah. now, they'd have to let you in. Well, not in China, but. Yeah. Definitely not in China. I don't think they care. How much are the beers at these games? Uh, they're like ten quai, like ten to fifteen quai. That's like a dollar fifty. Okay, it's amazing. But what's a, well, what's a beer cost at a bar in to compare? Expensive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's like cheaper at a game, five, can... six, seven dollars. Yeah. Oh, so it's much cheaper. That's like the opposite. Yeah. I was yeah. just at a Yankees game, and the bar, beer, beers are twelve fifty. They didn't day. start selling merchandise in general until a couple years ago. Yeah. At Sharks games, but it, I went to a game up in Beijing, and they don't even serve beer. So, well, that's the thing. Yeah. I've been to Nanjing, uh, or no, Jiangsu Dragons games. Oh, yeah? Because I live in Suzhou. Yep. And so I went out to that's Nanjing. That's your local team? That Suzhou of, doesn't have a team? Suzhou has no team. It's, like, a, it's, a, it's a catastrophe. All right. What, yeah. Don't talk to What's me about it. What's your Suzhou? <laughs> it upsets so me. It, does, do the Jiangsu Dragons have beer? No, they have nothing. So I think it's just a Yao Ming thing. I think he brought like a little NBA influence to yeah. the Sharks. Did he bring nachos? or <laughs> They have some concessions, uh, right? They sell... Subway sandwiches. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, that's like way beyond yeah. what any other team in the league's doing. Oh. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking because I've filmed so many videos inside that stadium. Yeah. I was thinking this season to mix it up, I could go to like some of some of the road games and be yeah. like a road warrior. Yeah. But I. But it'd be, you're right. It'd get a little boring if all these stadiums just like have absolutely well, nothing. The other thing is they're all owned by these like local tyrants. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. uh, say like who owns these? Local- Local coal tycoons. Yeah, these coal tycoons. They don't even play. Like the Nanjing team, they don't. You would think they would play in the middle of the city because that'd be good for the fans. Yeah. But the, these owners are like these ultimate Lao Ban, like Baijiu drinking badass. Oh. They don't care about the fans. They just care about themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So they play. Like they'll erect this little stadium <laughs> next to their coal plant three hours outside of the city. Good spot to play a basketball. And then game. that's so where the teams plant. play. Yeah. And so. You have to like we got to Nanjing. You have to take right. a train. There's no like, like central it's not planning. Even in Nanjing. Like, yeah, you get in Nanjing. You got to go two hours out to this guy's Man. coal factory. If you're, <laughs> if you're a foreign player and have to play for one of those teams, like that must suck. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. and so eventually, so you kept getting kicked out and kicked out and kicked out of these Sharks games. Yeah. And then at some and point it flipped. It flipped. I put out the vid of me sneaking in, and like a day later, I got a call from. Um, from like the president of the team, he's like, "I'm so sorry you were treated that way. Like, we love your enthusiasm for the team. Can you be like a a, a consultant for us and you know try to like make the experience more fun?" Um, so I wrote him like a whole pitch about things they could do to like make like the games like more fun and, and enjoyable for fans. But then they're like, "Ah, uh, yeah, we don't have a budget, but if you want, like, <laughs> you if you just it. want like courtside seats all next season, you can have them. for real." Yeah, just so to be, I like a super fan. Yeah, so I got to like sit sit courtside for like a, a full season He's and there. just cause problems. Uh, no, I mean, like, I didn't want to cause too many problems now that they were being nice to me, which is a smart move by them. They're like, we can either, They neutralize like, you. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they neutralize me. This, this guy's no good. Yao Ming is very... Fun. Like, I would, I would heckle the fuck out of opposing team's players, and but... now they could actually hear me because, like, I'm courtside. And, like, yeah, I mean, I know the MC. They actually have a foreign, uh, like, a foreign host now at all the games. Oh, um, I've uh, seen that guy. MC. Yeah, so I was the one who, who got him that job because I started working there to, like... 
who's that other foreign guy who comes to the games? He speaks fluent like Mandarin and Shanghainese. Yeah. And so I put him in touch with that guy because before they had this like they had this Chinese MC who like couldn't pronounce any of the names, like didn't <laughs> the really MC. know what he was doing. Like would just be like Jayo, Jayo. So they brought this this dude in. This dude might be even more of a super fan than me, and he speaks fluent Shanghainese and Mandarin. So now he's like the MC at all the games. Cap, do you know what Shanghainese is? I didn't know Shanghainese. I didn't know it was a language. I didn't know they had their own language. So every city has its own language. Oh. Plus, they all speak Mandarin. So or just, every is it like, like slang area. words or like their actual have a, no it's like an actual it's, language it's maybe not every city like so Suzhou has its own language Shanghai they're like fifty miles apart do you they speak these languages or you no. Sp- yeah. no no That's no because little... why but yeah. like <laughs> so I wish, uh, I wish Yao Ming would have called you you should have demanded to talk to him the president yeah, calls so you be like I've, you know what put me the higher ups I've shaked Yao's hand a couple times we've never like had like a sit down combo but uh, <laughs> he actually yeah. seems like a nice guy he was probably behind the uh, you getting hired yeah he knows. Yeah, he must like because he like sits up and like his perch. He must just like see this like maniac like, <laughs> yeah. and be like, "All right, I guess it's good for the brand." So now, so you're still doing that for the the team? Um, no. So then I left China for like a, a full season. And, oh but, yeah, you moved to South Carolina, right? Yeah, I was living in South Carolina for like a year and a half. Where in South Carolina was it? Like what college? Clemson or yeah? Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, you didn't probably run onto the field there. That. No, but I tried once. <laughs> I I snuck into the ACC the ACC championship, and I got in like with the band, and the band was about to walk on the field, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And like we were about to go when like the security guard just like ripped me away, threw me in cuffs, and like locked me in this like tiny room, this like four foot by four foot room. Whoa! Um, and then he asked. Then he had to find a cop who speaks English. No. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> um, I was like really like well behaved once like I got caught, and they ended up like like arresting so many people or just like having to detain so many people at that game that they ran out of like holding cells. Sounds and like I was an like well game. behaved. He was like, we'll let you go. But like he like wrote me up for second degree second degree trespassing. And Jeez. was like, you have like a court date in a month. Like gave me a slip. Luckily, like a week before my court date, I called the court because I lost the slip. I was like, I just wanted to confirm like when I have to come in, where I need to go. And they're like, we can't find your name on record. Oh, he so, didn't even turn it in. So I think at the end of the day, he ended up just like throwing it out or whatever. But he was like, yeah, he he was pissed. And like second degree trespassing is like no joke. Like yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that on my record. Wait, so how so, do you if you're so how do you go about sneaking in? What was the process of getting into with the band? There, <laughs> yeah. So there's these like train tracks. It was at the Bank of America Stadium in downtown Charlotte, and there's these train tracks that go like on one side of the stadium. So I kind of like hopped a fence and then crossed the train tracks and then I hop another small fence and then that's like the back entrance to the stadium. Yeah. And I was wearing like an orange blazer so I looked like somewhat legit. Like I might have actually been with the band or something. Did you plan it out that way? Um. Well, I knew wearing that blazer would have helped for sure. <laughs> and I just kind of like walked orange. in acting like I had just been inside but I just walked out briefly and like was coming back in. And was just like, oh yeah, like I'm with the band, I'm with, and, like, and just like looked like I knew where I was going. Did you have an instrument? <laughs> like, no, no, I didn't have an instrument. <laughs> I was the band leader. Okay. Um, just walk in with a I just walked in like I knew exactly where I was going, so no one was really like questioning me. And they didn't even have like a strong like line of security guards or anything like that, because like it was it was kind of hard to get. They didn't expect anyone to come like from from the train tracks, you know, like. <laughs> And then you, so then you find the band, and once you get up to the band, was anyone in the band like, "Hey, you're not in our band"? Yeah, like everyone was. was there was a couple guys who were friendly. They were talking about like some of the games that were played earlier on, but there was probably like one person who like who saw me and been like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And like they were the person who probably <laughs> called the security guard over. Rat. Yeah. And then and then you also, I saw a video of you. Where like during the election, Trump's like giving a speech. Oh, those yeah. And, sta- and somehow you're like behind. It's like We're, in a was stadium. That in South Carolina. Or or? Yeah. What so I was just there? like living there. Like Trump and Ted Cruz both gave a speech. Like, like a 10, 15 minute drive from me. So I was like, all right, I'll go have some fun. But I showed up with my friend who's a Trump supporter, and I was wearing. So he had like a Make America Great, a, a Make America Great Again hat, and we showed up, and they were reserving all the spots behind him for. I think for uh, vets, but they ended up having like two rows that were open. So we were there, and they're like, "Well, 
do you have any vets in your family? And I was like, <laughs> my grandfather, Wait, what, my grandfather was in the military, and he was like, my dad was in the military. So like, all right, you guys can just my you can come everyone. And sit. How would the people watching in the military? How is that a good everyone? Like uh, the photo op at home when you're and watching, like, who cares the person's grip? Like you don't look like a vet. And they weren't worried about me because I looked like I was like a Trump supporter. I was wearing right. like um, you, you had a tiki torch with you, or no. <laughs> you I had. I was wearing I was wearing like some Tom Brady gear, and he's actually like a, a oh, huge right. Tom Brady. Fan. Uh, Oh, so yeah. I, and a Make America Great Again hat. So I went in, but I, I also had a sign that was like Trump likes his steaks well done. Oh, is that, that what it said? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like and they up, think they didn't realize that was a I mean Trump. No, steaks I, is... I had that sign kind of hidden. Oh, okay. I just started breaking it out while he was he was giving his speech. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I'm surprised I didn't get dragged out. Like, right, because like know. if it's a Democrat speaking, you're always going to have like super like every minority possible is always behind them. <laughs> yeah. And then but, some, Trump but sometimes Republicans try that move too where they get whatever they can. But yeah. Trump didn't even care about that, I guess. He just Well, was, also yeah. like yeah. vets, but like as Cap's saying, you can't tell they're vets yeah. when you're watching on TV. Yeah. You know what so, I like, mean? So it's a weird, it's, it's, it, it works for him. Do like, you have any vets <laughs> in your family? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, so yeah. yeah, and then you start doing like faces and right. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. Like, <laughs> just having fun because all my friends are texting me like, dude, you're on TV. You're on TV. So I was like, all right, might as well have some fun with this. What's the line of like doing those faces? Like do it enough to where it's funny, but not enough to where they like, boot you. you know? Yeah, I was surprised. Like, and especially with that sign, like it didn't say something like, it wasn't like, oh, Trump's a bigot or something like that. It was just like Trump likes his steak well done. So I held yeah. that up and like, no, there weren't like Secret Service trying to drag me out. So I like I tried to toe the line with that. I mean, with Trump, if you get thrown out, you you would have commented on it too. It would have been great for yeah. He actually <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> they used yeah. to back in the old days. <laughs> well, he, yeah. he actually saw my sign because at one point he turned around just to like wave to yeah, like, all thing. the supporters and like looked at the sign and just started shaking his head. He was like, what oh. the fuck? Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did not expect to see that. He was just like he squinted you, his eyes. He's like, Why? "Did anybody else have a sign? Were you the only one?" A couple of people had like a "Make America Great Wait, Again" sign, and then he no was creativity. Like, Why is that? What here? was that? Because um, uh, I'm sure most of our listeners have never been to a Trump rally. Yeah, most well, likely. I don't know. We, we've seen. That. We never know. We don't know. Who <laughs> we don't totally know who listens. What was it like? What was the like the uh, environment like? Um, pretty normal. Or, like, there were definitely. Pretty... It was near Clemson. There were probably a lot of. A lot of college kids. So I, it wasn't like you see some of those rallies and like they look like they're on the verge, the verge of, of being violent. People yeah. like I, it seemed like most people. It was like a fairly calm rally, I'd say. Um, Pretty interracial, was, I'm assuming. Well, no, there was <laughs> there was like a Clemson professor um, who was wearing like a robe and stuff. I, I think I think he was Muslim, and but he was just there, kind of just to like watch the rally and like. So I think security came out to him and like some people don't feel comfortable with being <laughs> oh here. My God. And he actually had that on tape too. So like Oh, oh that's good for him. Scoop you got better. Yeah. Jeez. And well, they, he wait, did like, he did they ask him if he had any vets in his family? Because <laughs> <laughs> like most people were sitting down. He he's was like, like, yeah, but not on your side. The rally, and like they were like, you're making people uncomfortable. You have to go. And he's like, what? Why? Oh, really? that's... Yeah. Back so then you went back to China. Um yeah, I went back to China. Um, and you were just at the comedy club, at the Kung Fu Comedy Club. Yeah, um, yeah. For, I think that's probably where we first met. We yeah. did, but yeah. I'm saying you just went back there and with uh, with Francis to do stand. You guys were on stage at the club. Yeah, and so that video just came out. Yeah, oh. and that that wasn't like staged at all or anything. We just showed up and we knew it was like Mandarin night there, so the whole crowd was Chinese, and we just thought it'd be funny, you know, if we went up. Francis told his actual jokes, and then I just like said talked random shit about him and like my broken Mandarin. Yeah, it was great. Um, so yeah, it was my first uh, comedy routine in Chinese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you ever do like when you were uh, out in Shanghai? Would you ever do like a Chinese comedy routine? I did it once. Okay, and um, I probably should have continued. I did it once. Here's the thing: I was already like, this is how I rationalize why I don't do it. I was already relatively good in English. Uh, stand up, and then I did one time in Chinese. Like Storm wanted me to do it, and everyone was laughing, but they were laughing at just how shitty my Chinese was. Yeah, and so then I was like, ah, screw yeah, that. It changes never your style. Your, your, so your, I came yeah. off stage, and Storm Shoe was like, "Oh, you just killed, dude." He's like, "I can't get that kind of laugh." So I'm like, "Yeah, but not really." Okay, they were laughing because like, I was oh. a joke. Like okay. I was yeah. a mess, you know. And what I, for me it was like I couldn't. 
what express myself exactly. I'm I'm decent at Chinese, but not good enough. Like if it's like want to make a fine point or if I want to do crowd work. I don't know. I just wasn't confident enough as I was in English. So I was like, ah, screw this. But, yeah. No, it's, it's, but all it's the guys who kept tough. doing it are now really good. Like Andy Curtin. Oh, yeah. And Drew Freilich. They're all good routine. at it. Yeah. Right? And does, like, what type of humor do they enjoy? Like, when, when Andy Curtin's doing his set, does he use, like, a similar type of humor that he uses in English or does he change up his type of I humor? think it's the same. Oh, so he just tells his same, same jokes, but it, speaking Chinese. It might not be the same jokes. Like he, I think he, you can have some that overlap, but yeah. like some, just like they won't understand culturally what you're talking about. Yeah. But in terms of, I think like the type of stand-up's the same. Like in the sense, it's like personal stories or okay. observations or whatever. Yeah. It's not. It used to be this whole like slapstick thing before we started. You know, yeah. like people. Even Chinese people say like, "Oh, we only like like slapstick. Like if you like get a clown out and you like bonk him over the head with a hammer, we'll love that." Yeah. But then that's just because that's all they had previously seen, because that's mm -hmm. all they were being fed. Yep. But then the minute like someone gets on stage and starts telling like actual stuff about their life, they like that too. They just hadn't heard it yet, you know. Yeah. And that's why the clubs like I don't know if you've seen, but the Chinese like shows at the club are just packed all the time. Now. Yeah. No, it, it used to be like it, it it was hard to get Chinese people in, but now it seems to be yeah. doing well. Like yeah, when it first started, like they just didn't know what was going on. Yeah, because like stand up comedy doesn't have like a long history in China. Like they do that weird uh, crosstalk stuff. Yeah. Usually that's their form of comedy. Yeah. yeah. What happened? What helped also is all these Chinese people were like moving like my wife moving to america for college or whatever yeah and then coming back uh, and yep. so they all started coming back really i think a big wave left around like 2007 2008 and they started coming back at like 2012 13 14 so when they started coming back they were all just coming to the club because they had seen stand up in america and be like oh let's go watch there they have a club in shanghai now oh okay cool. yeah so that really kind of like took off nice that's when it took off so all right so how long are you gonna be in here I'm like I've been back for the month, uh, and I definitely chose this time to come back because Shanghai in August can be rough. It's like 105 degrees, like yeah, it's super cooler humid. here. Yeah, I had no there. idea the climates of China. And I just wanted to be near the ocean. Like uh, my family lives near the coast up in Mass, so just like wanted to spend some time on the beach. There's not really a lot of nice. What about the beach in, in the Shanghai? Yeah, you I went saw there. your video of your. <laughs> yeah, no, that was my one and only time going there. Yeah, there he was eating like fish on a. On a, fish on, on a stick. stick. Fish on a stick. Yeah, those of fish on a stick has definitely given me food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be bold. Yeah, just this like brownish water for days, and there's like a you can only swim in like one area and stuff. Why is um, that? Because they don't. I don't. It's just like I don't think they trust like Chinese people. Like I don't know. Like <laughs> Do they have lifeguards. Chinese people or they can't just swim like... too well. Right. Like um, that's... unfortunately, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They that's... just like don't learn as kids. Yeah, they don't yeah. get taught because yeah. like not it's not like everyone has pools, oh. you know. Maybe that's what I'm doing. My kids haven't learned yet, so I'm just the Chinese way. No, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> you should teach. teach. Well, or <laughs> or it's like the New York way because like I had one friend in college who grew up in Manhattan and he like he he never learned to swim. Yeah, and a lot of them don't learn how to ride a bike either. But yeah, um, I um I used there was this there's this where, in Suzhou where I lived. There's this uh, lake in the middle of the city. And you can't swim in it. And I always just thought, everyone just says because it's polluted. They're like, oh, yeah, because there's factories, you can't swim. I was talking to a government guy one day, and I was like, hey, what's the deal? Is that really polluted? Because it looks fine to me. He's like, oh, no, it's not polluted. We just tell him that because no one knows how to swim. <laughs> and we don't, we don't want to have to deal with people drowning, and yeah. we don't have to get lifeguards. So we just tell him it's polluted so no one will swim in it. Yeah. This is why your, your friends who have uh, talked about the around. government probably would say that. They're like, oh, it's not polluted. Because that's the word. Like, the Chinese that's government true, does not like to admit But this was like a guy I knew. We were out okay. to dinner. Uh, it was like like a one-on-one -on -one conversation. The record. Yeah. It was off the record, yeah. even though now I'm putting This is it why your record. friends move who like would push a girl in the lake. Yeah. This really, really, it ups the stakes now. The girl doesn't know how to swim. I didn't realize that when we. The old Josh Thompson fake push in the lake. Yeah, girl. the girl you're trying to drown her. It's a little violent now. This was, this is my friend's pickup move in. Uh, he'd in... go for a walk around the lake and he would like, like jokingly. Yeah, his whole move is he'd take a girl out on a date Stumble into her. Walk along the lake and then like fake like he was going to push her in. And then she would jump into his arms. They start making out. I, I didn't like know it's like move. I didn't understand that nobody knows how to swim, so it's actually you're threatening your drowner. It's a little <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, of course she's gonna start making out. Yeah, yeah. Don't kill keep, me. Yeah, so it's a new spin on that. What's you, the uh, three beers in a Fanta? That um, <laughs> you pound three beers and is that like a diet a routine for a diet routine? It's it started at Shanghai Sharks game, so that's kind of like my Shanghai Sharks routine. <laughs> oh, before you get fired <laughs> up for the game, yeah, but. Outside of Shanghai Shark season, I don't really drink that much Fanta. I right. mainly will just drink three beers. 
Oh, do you have a do you have a different sponsor now? You can't. You, you no longer <laughs> no, support no. Fanta. I just like I don't. I mean, <laughs> it's a, three beers and a Fanta can be kind of like a rough combo because <laughs> yeah. after you drink three beers, you don't always want to chug a Fanta. Fanta <laughs> tastes better in other countries though. So. Yeah. It's the funniest I, combination. Of, yeah, so it's uh, not a Boston thing, right? The, no, it's 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 it's, <laughs> it's not a Boston. It's a Shanghai thing. Shark. Are you like yeah, teaching in China? Like you're their re- Boston representative? Like when they like you just explain like this is what people in Boston are like? Are they? Um, <laughs> like, for Chinese people, yeah, for Chinese people, like, say, do they know differences in like no, different parts of America? No, they wouldn't know the difference between Boston. And New- no, okay. I mean, no. The only reason they know Boston, they're like, oh, that's where Harvard University is, oh, okay, you know, and stuff like that. They just know like American, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're an you're American the- to yeah. Chinese yeah, yeah, people, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and they have Dunkin' Donuts now in Boston, in, in China. Are they? Yes, they do. So, uh, yeah. That's been one of my. It's things. Only, they only have like. Two or three, but yeah, but they oh, I don't know how it is in Shanghai. They opened one in Suzhou, it was garbage. Oh, see, I don't yeah. know if I can go to China it wasn't until, the same until they get their all. act together in Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know if I can visit. Yeah, <laughs> they so, have a Carl's Jr. So, uh, okay, the Carl's Jr. is it's so much better in China than it's, it is here in the U.S. It's fantastic. Well, no, it's good in California, it's like East Coast okay. parties, whatever's garbage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the amount of episodes where we bring it back to Carl's Jr. <laughs> we did. Yeah, staggering. Ends in Carl's Jr. <laughs> all right, anything you want to plug? How can people find your videos before we get to the news? Um, if you search just Donnie does, I mean, if you go on to, uh, if you go on to f- Facebook, Donnie does Twitter, Donnie does world and Instagram, the wonton Don, I'll repost all my videos and links to them. <laughs> on wonton Don. Yeah. Ichiban Don, right? Ichi, that's when I was in Japan for two weeks. <laughs> I, yeah. I was Ichiban Don briefly, but now I'm back to being the wonton Don. And you were hanging out with, uh, Manny Ramirez. Yeah. He yeah, plays in sure. Japan now. Oh, really? He, still he pl- plays in the Japanese minor leagues. In the minors? That's yeah. a sad fall. Wow, he went to the Japanese minors. Yeah. And how was he? How? What were you doing hanging out with him? Yeah, I mean, I just went out because I heard he was there. I was like, maybe you know, I, I'll, I'll watch. Why is a he doing of that? Games, but does he need the money? On my way out there, I met a guy who knew um, his like older brother was on the team with Manny. So he was like, "Hey, I can probably I'll put you in touch with him." So put me in touch with him, and he gave me like an all access pass. So I was like chilling in the locker room like with Manny and stuff, just like wandering around, like <laughs> just like packing lips with him and stuff. Uh, you just met baseball. that guy on the plane or something? No, no, no. Uh, I posted a blog on on Barstool Sports, being like, "I'm going to Japan to watch Manny play baseball." Oh. And someone who reads Barstool, like his older brother, like plays with Manny out there. He's like That's one amazing. of the other foreign guys. Okay. Yeah. I can't get over the Manny's in the minors. Cap, when you come. To Shanghai, we're hanging out with Donnie. Yeah, I'm in. We're For doing sure. a live pod. We're taking the pod to Shanghai. When are you guys planning on? We don't know. Oh, yeah, I gotta okay. convince Cap. We gotta book a flight. <laughs> just, just do it when I get like my brother that one time. I'm, I'm get going... really drunk. Yeah, and you, just book a flight should, to China. You should oh, yeah. go at least once. It's a, it's, uh, it's a like fun time. <laughs> All right, let's get to the news. Thank you, Donnie, for Donnie Dash. coming on the pod. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> First news story of the week. This comes to us from the Times in the United Kingdom. All right. An increasing number of Chinese men and women who try to join the biggest military in the world are failing fitness tests because they are fat and masturbate too much. <laughs> State media proclaimed yesterday in China. How do they, how do they know they masturbate too much? Well, <laughs> they're showing up to their their, their physicals masturbating, are they? <laughs> I don't know. Number one, Is they it? would masturbate less if they were allowed to have girlfriends or boyfriends. High school kids in China, college kids, once they're 18. What do you mean you're not allowed to have girlfriends or boyfriends? You're not allowed. When I used to teach, I used to teach uh, English in China. I remember first day, it was all like 16-year-olds. I was like do, going through some example. I was trying to teach them. So I'm like, all right, well, first just raise your hand if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. No one raised their hand. Is it, were, were they, are they just hooking up? What no, you- I was I was I thought they're just like nerds or something. Right. It turned out no, they're like we're not allowed to, so we can't like after a class they're like, hey, we didn't we all said no because some of us do, Our, but we'll their get parents won't allow. We'll them. get detention. No, the oh. teachers, the professors. Schools ban on relationships. Yeah, you can't have boyfriends or girlfriends. God, their high school um, TV shows must be really boring. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> there's, there's no like. They're Dawson's Creek. They're Dawson's just, Creek must be the lame. It's just like we're gonna watch an hour about kids studying, and then we, <laughs> we studied again. <laughs> we studied. <laughs> 
So they would masturbate a little less if you let them uh, get into relationships. What do they even masturbate to if they don't even... Is that a, so I don't really know, because I would think that's a good skill to have if you're fighting in the military, because you got to go off to battle. Oh, because you masturbate on somebody? Well, no, I wasn't going there. <laughs> I was just saying, you got to be able to focus, right, on the battle plan every day. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to focus when, in general when you haven't had sex in a while. Oh, like You're boxing. all railed up. So, you know, masturbating is kind of key because the, the, you got to be able to focus not on... Oh, there's a soldier I want to bang. You got to be focused. Well, actually, do they have? Are, are women allowed in the military in China? Or no? There's a soldier I want to bang. Uh, yes, they are. They are allowed in the military. Okay, yeah. they have. Okay, so yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm sure they have a don't ask, don't tell policy of the Chinese military. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, um, they, you know, you want them focused. You're off in battle. And what about them being too fat? Yeah, Apparently, the, the picture on the on the article has like two little chubby Chinese kids trying to do sit-ups. Maybe they're just a bunch of draft dodgers and they're getting fat on purpose because they don't want to fight because they're worried they're actually going to fight us now that we have Trump as the president. Or maybe someone, a.k.a. me, a.k.a. Mr. Softy, did his job. Oh, wait, a, exactly. They were all skinny before I got there. Yeah. And, and there were masturbating those trucks, I hope. No, <laughs> I don't think so. We pumped them full of ice cream, and now they can't join the military. Sink the enemy from within. Ex- yeah. I should get a, Can a, we send softy to North Korea? I, that's our, that should be our next stop. That's All the right. way in. All right. Next story. Oh, this is a pro-China. MSG additive used in Chinese food is actually good for you. This is almost like a retraction story. Scientists claim. Well, no, this was my claim a few weeks ago. I might have made an error. I might have been ripping on MSG. You were making fun of MSG. I said, you were ripping on it. I said that it was, it was good for you. Right. Science claim it. Now I went back. I found the news. It's all racist from the big liberal uh, associations of America. <laughs> <laughs> they're big, all big liberal. They're all coming in. No, because they've been saying for years all, that um, MSG is bad. It's all the whole right. thing to not eat Chinese well, food. I was sort of making on your side actually. I was making fun of my parents' generation who was obsessed with MSG. It was like the health food fad of the '80s to be against it. And to be against it. Yeah, but no one ever found out what it was. This is from the Independent, and again in the United Kingdom, it says the negative buzz around MSG first started in 1968 mm. after a report claimed it could lead to headaches, skin flushing, chest pains. And numbness. Here's what happened. Chinese people came over. Good. They started making this great food. And then less people. Right. They were, they weren't, no one was eating avocados. No one's buying brunch. No one's, and so then white <laughs> no people said, screw that. We got to no get you guys. We got to get you guys back on the white people food. And so they just came up with this, this idea that MSG was bad for you. Everyone bought into it hook, line, and sinker. According to the American Chemical Society, MSG can temporarily affect a select few which cons- when it's consumed in huge quantities on an empty stomach. But that's just the same as salt. I don't know. I read a study that MSG makes you fat and makes you masturbate too much. <laughs> so, so I would steer clear of it if you're trying to raise a soldier. I think that's Mr. Softy. Oh, okay. It does that. <laughs> Final story. This comes to us from Outkick the Coverage, I think is a sports site yes. in the United States of America. ESPN recently decided to pull an Asian college football announcer named Robert Lee off the William & Mary versus University of Virginia college football game because they were concerned that having an Asian football announcer named Robert Lee would be offensive to some viewers. Well, I don't think they were concerned about the Asian part. Well, they were concerned. <laughs> the Asian right. is more like it's a detail to show how ridiculous they are being. Yes, they were concerned his name is Robert Lee, which is similar to Robert E. Lee. Yes, who was the statue that there? Well, he the, was a person. He was the leader of the Confederacy. Yes, he was the leader of the Confederacy. He was also they made a statue of him in Charlottesville. There was a statue. They made it a long time ago. Yes, and they were they were taking it down, which they is what this whole if people don't pay attention to the news. Their head was under a rock. So I guess they're saying that this this uh, football game was happening at the University of Virginia, right on the same campus in Charlottesville. So then they're taking. Right. So they don't let Robert Lee, this this innocent bystander, happen to be named Robert Lee. I, I kind of support them what they're doing here, and I'll tell you why. Because I wouldn't want if I'm a Virginia fan, I'm still hurting because we lost that war. Oh, wait, was Virginia on the north? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Virginia's the south. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm still hurting that we lost the war, right? Yes. So I don't need an announcer to rub my face in it because he's the name. Like, like, Lee is a Chinese name. Like, I am still devastated by the Eagles losing the Super Bowl to the Patriots, right? And all our NFC title game is us. If the announcer for the game was an Asian guy named Andy Reid, I, I would not be able to concentrate. I'd be so angry. And if they ever put a statue up, Andy Reid, well, yeah, I'd be on the other side of that. They would never Andy put- Reid was the f- coach of the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. 
And if the, this is why you can't have. So yeah, that, that I'm in favor. That's why they did it, right? I think so. <laughs> I mean, I kind of. Okay, on the surface, I'm completely against this. This is ridiculous. This is bowing to the stupidity of Americans. Yes. Um. On and, but. I, if my name, if I'm an, an innocent announcer and my name was Sandy Hook, <laughs> and then I have to go, uh, there's a football game happening right where the Sandy Hook, I would understand that if you wanted to take me, Sandy Hook, off of the game. But this is why the whole issue is so stupid. Is like, why? Well, yeah, I don't understand why there were ever statues of Confederate leaders. Like, I'm not from the South. I don't get that culture that wants to honor. Again, you don't want. I would want to honor. We lost. Even if forget your views on race. Yeah, you don't want to honor. A, you don't want to honor a loser. <laughs> but. Leaving that aside for a second, um, it, the name Robert Lee until like two weeks ago, nobody would have said, oh, like 99.9% of people on the street would never have made that association. And even with, so it's like, this is why it's, it, the whole issue is so stupid. I don't even to, think people now would make the association. No, you take out the E. If it was Robert E. Lee, yeah. and then his parents, would, they wouldn't have done that on purpose. How about this? Let him call himself Bob for a week. Oh yeah, Bob Lee. Bob Lee. Great announcer at ESPN once. <laughs> yeah. You know, somebody, tw- not steal tweet, but somebody, they, they crystallized the best how ridiculous it was. I saw somebody tweeted like, uh, ESPN is, has employed, uh, or is going to now get rid of an uh, announcer named Ray Lewis because he shares the same name with the murderer Ray Lewis. So it's really... What about Bobby Lee, the stand-up comedian? Oh, uh, yeah. He He's Robert Lee. Well, you're just handing him a bit now. Now he needs to stop <laughs> doing... Uh, he needs to stop doing comedy because he's yeah. reminding people. I just really wish my parents would have given me a better name to have. Because this is good for his career. This guy's getting talked about now. This kid, the guy went to Syracuse with me, apparently. Bobby Lee? No, the Robert, the Asian Robert Lee. Oh, shout out. So, and he was always causing trouble on campus, trying to lead uprisings, trying to separate. I think, here's what I say. If you want to take out Robert, e, Robert Lee, the announcer, uh-huh. you need to replace him with the band The Slants. The Slants, Let yes. Let The Slants announce the game. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't even know what's, what's going to be. You know, in Penn State, they have statues to Joe Paterno. And probably lots of people name their kids Joe. And then, like, one day, it's like, then, like, you never know. Names change. I just think that, I think I'm safe because I don't think there's anyone going to be named Turner Sparks who they're going to put a statue up of, except if it's me. And then I commit some war crimes. Right. If they're one day when they honor great podcasters. Yes. And they put a statue up of you. And then they realize later about your, like, what, what you have committed war crimes, right? You made all the Asians fat. Yes. <laughs> yes. The Chinese. I'm responsible for them masturbating too much and not joining yeah, the military. Yeah, you also gave them porn with their ice cream. That was, that was you. Which calls me a hero in some countries. Yes. But uh, <laughs> a criminal in others. We've gone way off the top. <laughs> it, everyone's stupid is the point. Of my take. Everyone's, everyone's really an stupid. idiot. On both sides of the aisle. Everyone's all middle. Face. We're all middle for a reason. Yes. Cap, when are we getting serious and starting the alt-middle podcast? Because no, we're at the very end of this pod. No one's still listening. Our guest isn't even around anymore. Let's get down to it. Let's start it up. The alt-middle um, podcast. That's been copyrighted. Don't steal it, anybody out there. You can't nick it. All right, so there's that. That's it, everybody. That's our pod. That's the, Thank our, you, Donnie. Go check him out at Donnie Barstool. Donnie does, China. Check him out. And uh, let's get lost. Get lost. Well, I'm reading this poem and it's so Start to see he's telling. stars with the skies in our eyes. If we keep telling. Lies, 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 lies. lies.
brought it to the end of the song and we didn't get a chance to jam. Oh no, here we go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.